0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another talk. So, I um, um, thought I'd just kind of do a casual talk today on uh, cores and scales, and, and maybe some perspectives on on thinking about uh, those those two things. Um, and so, I'll start out by um, you know just kind of mentioning that. Um, if we have a um a chord, let's say um let's say a c major seven um, then we have a certain kind of kind of type of sound, and you could color it in different ways. Um, but then as far as improvising from that, you know then you you could you know as far as single lines go have a, a variety of chords things that you could play on everything okay so um, we have let's say a few basic different different types of chords let me just pause for a second okay sorry about the interruption there so um, so we can think about these very basic kind of families of, of chords. Um, so one being the major chord, which could anything from a C major, um, any root of course, um, a major seven kind of chord, uh, a six chord or six nine chord. Um, I think that's basically um, a major chord. Oftentimes it's going to be the one or the four chord, uh, a certain key, major key, um, or maybe the flat six, and in, um, in a minor key, or the flat three. So you could have, say, an E minor, for example. Um, so generally either the one, the four, um, the flat three or the flat six, but of course it could could happen kinda kinda anywhere. If you think of um, maybe zhenji, um we have this kind of progression. a lot of different circumstances Um, anyway the major major chord and then we could think about just different um kind of chord scales and things that we might um, associate with those so generally the major scale um, or maybe lydian so ionian versus lydian Um, and those are kind of the seven note kinds of scales. So those are, our um, scales that we uh, often work with that number of notes. Okay. All right. Now, um, major chords that have a flat seven. And belong to a different family, say the dominant family. And I kind of tend to group those into two basic categories, one one being sort of the static sounding, which are more like um, mixolydian, and maybe lydian dominant.
1: So
0: sometimes think of those as kind of like the static, sort of dominant sevens. Um, but not to limit what you can do on those, but, um, then those that are, um, really kind of pushing to get somewhere, um, those, I, I
1: tend to kind of group those a little bit
0: differently, um, so maybe, um, so like, um, uh, sort of sound like the, uh, Phrygian
1: Dominant,
0: Okay. Um, anything along those those
1: lines, right? So. Um,
0: so there you can think about that harmony at a, at a given moment in time. And I think about how you might try to relate or what, what's kind of the, I wanna say appropriate sound or, or what what's kind of the thing that would seem to work well for that moment. Um, and so that gives us to um, the minors, right? So the minor. And I'll just back up a little bit. So, all of those kinds of chords, like the, the major seven, they can all sit in as a predominant chord. Yeah. Right, so as a major seven, sometimes that'll be a, a predominant in minor. So that's A flat, to G, seven to C minor for for example. So I just mentioned that sometimes that roll, like we said, that would be a flat six sort of thing. Um, Sometimes the roll might um, might sit in as that predominant. And same thing with the the, um, dominant seven. It can also fit the role of a predominant. So that would be A flat 7 sharp 11 or 13 um, to G7 into a C minor chord. Um, So I just want to go into that uh, a little little bit um, because a lot of these chords could be um, tonic or predominant, but in the case of the dominant 7, like we said, the dominant seven has a kind of a particular role but it can not be, be a predominant but um it's gonna when it's functioning as a dominant seven it's going from some five chord to some some one chord okay. Okay. when it's the five chord going to a one chord right okay so anyway into minor so we have different circumstances that this might fit under. So it's interesting to just think kind of by the numbers. If we were to survey the um, the chords in C major, we would have two major type chords, and then we would have one dominant, and then we have three minor type chords okay so that's interesting by the numbers minor as kind of a a larger representation if you will so and then we'll get to other other chords as well Um, so kind of what i'm getting at here is that we could have say in the key of a minor a minor or minor there's a there's a lot of um, let's say um, a lot of adaptation you might say to it so you you have the uh, the minor scale which is might call if you're looking for a a modal name it's that would be dorian that's the most stable sort of minor sound and then you have this so these are for the tonic kind of minors,
1: um, right? or,
0: so a lot of variation from the fifth to the root there, a lot of different combinations uh, for that. Um, and then as far as um, minor type chords, right, that are pretty, Dominant. Really right? they come before the dominant. So the, the D minor in the key of C would be predominant when it goes to dominant seven nice. Okay. And that would really kind of fit into um, um, its its function as as a two chord. So um, when you look at a particular chord, even though we have these kind of families, these generalizations, they have certain functions within a song. And so it can depend on what key the song is or what the, what the uh, harmonic progression is, is kind of doing. Okay, I was looking at the three chord in the, in the key of E. This is kind of an interesting one, Um, uh, because we might adapt this at certain moments. We might turn it into a dominant, seven with a flat nine, and that's where you get the Phrygian dominant, which tends to go to the, um, the relative minor in a given key. Sometimes it might fit in as a kind of embedded 2-5, so you might have a 2-5 borrowing from the key of two sharps. Or you could stay more strictly into the key area and get minor going to maybe uh, the A7 or the A7. Raised fifth is a kind of secondary dominant to the two chord. All right, so the minor kind of situation there. Um, and then we get into the minor seven flat five. So in the key of C, we have the, um, the B minor seven flat five. So that's another one of the unique kind of chords so you have the um, dominant seven which is the only one of its kind in a given key area so g7 in the key of C in the minor seven flat five is another one that's unique in a, in a given key center or diatonic you notice how similar um, these are actually so um, So, if we have, if I had a um, G7 and first inversion here, I just surveyed these notes. We have B, G, D, F. Okay. Now, if I go to the minor, so that's the first inversion of G7. If I go into into, uh, B minor 7 flat 5, B, So it's kind of the A versus the uh, G. Similar kind of sounds. Um, But you'll find that anyway, kind of going up in thirds through any key. So you have dominant seven, minor seven, flat five, D minor, F major seven, A minor, C, B7, b 5. So they, when you go in thirds like that, they, they have a lot of shared uh, tones to them. Um, so again, I'm not gonna do an exhaustive list of these, but one of the obvious kind of um, ways to think about the, that scale would be the um, the Locrian sound. And there are different kind of shadings to this too. Just to mention one. So that one's going to associate with that Phrygian
1: dominant as well. okay
0: so um so then we have that okay so I hope my guitar is coming through pretty clear appears to be um so I'm gonna hang out for a couple more minutes maybe I'll do a little bit of playing and um I should have a skill builder uh video out tomorrow and maybe another uh live stream um so um all right we'll see how everything goes and uh trying to think about a tune to maybe play um i to do a cool cole porter tune yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for checking this out. Thanks for um, um, your membership for those who are members. And um, let me know in the comments uh, what you're interested in hearing and uh, getting kind of my my take on anyway. And um, uh, for those checking out the podcast, uh, and feel free to get in touch with me and uh, check out the uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash fretprints. Thanks and have a great day and a practice session.